dear listeners, to part two of episode 27 of the Empty Rooms of Gorski Manor. We are at the ball, at the All Hallows Eve Ball. Join us as we continue the adventure. Harry and I ended our dance around the Witchwood Tree. Oh, I sighed, contently out of breath, enraptured with sheer pleasure and companionship. I have never danced this way, ever. A beautiful fairy approached us, dress of woven ivies of green, intertwined with snow-white Queen's Anne lace and soft blue forget-me-nots, her lips of lavender, cheeks of roses. Her hair, loosely tied into curls, held by wild flowers and antlers of oak, a wand of intricate carvings she held in her hand with a presence of deep mastery. To each of us she handed a little posy of herbs and wild flowers. I could see lavender, yarrow, blue butterfly pea, and I caught a hint of allium sativum, garlic, and wolfsbane among many other unknowns. A spiderweb held all together. Thank you, Frau Carmen Rose. We so appreciate all the beautiful music you have provided for our ball tonight. Simply spectacular, Harry said with a regal bow. She smiled knowingly and faded back into the crowd. I handed my posy to Harry to carry for me, as, being a ghost, I had no place to hold it. What is next? I asked Harry, feeling the tug of something different. Yet two guests walk over to us, the biggest smiles upon their faces. Dr. Abraham Fig. Harry greeted the man warmly with a firm handshake. And Ivy Dreams, I am so glad you both could join us, he said, giving the doctor's assistant a warm hug. We would never miss a party of yours here at the manor, Dr. Fig acknowledged. I could not help but notice their costumes were curious. An air of ancient doings surrounded them. They smiled very broadly, as they both had the most amazing teeth, beautiful white in color, each even and perfectly placed. I had the sense this was of great pride to them. Warmth and kindness flowed from them both, yet I noticed the other guests were giving them a wide berth. Soon the dancers were almost avoiding us. As Harry chatted with them, Ivy was ever attentive. Magics were at play. On the doctor's belt hung a cloth bag 
with many threads that caught my attention. As they kept changing, they would unweave themselves, then restitch into a new pattern. Harry noticed my gaze at the bag. Fig, I see your bag is full as usual. Always working? Certainly, our work is never done. Dr. Fig agreed. Ivy's eyes twinkled with agreement. Lovely to meet you, they both said as they moved away into the crowd that slightly parted for them. I looked to Harry for an explanation of who they were. A most wonderful yet misunderstood fellow. In life, his task to be the dentist. He is a most skilled sculptor, so very needed by all, yet sadly avoided. Yet they take it in stride and continue on. What's in the bag? I asked, curious to know. Golden teeth, Harry said simply. Then the next song began, bringing a change in the atmosphere. I found myself thinking back to those high school dances, extreme excitement for a live band, playing loud and wild, the music irresistibly pulling us on the floor. I remembered Tom, the best dancer in my school. We girls all lined up for our turn to be his dance partner. My thoughts of that time were heard by the manor, for the next song was sheer youthful joy. Don't stop the music, I yelled to Harry. He smiled in agreement as we fell into its beat. Yet the energy changed. Something was different. Something felt odd. I saw Harry searching intently, concern on his face. Not worry, but not the pleasure and total abandon of this night. A wolf howled somewhere, then another. That really caught Harry's attention as he slowed our dancing. What's wrong? I asked, not wanting to stop. Yet the song stopped, dead as if on cue. Uninvited.
Podcasts. Harry hissed. The dance floor began to clear, and then I felt a tap on my shoulder that made me shiver. May I? I turned to look at what I can only describe as the most beautiful vampire, smiling seductively, bending a little too close to me. I looked to Harry, who did not look pleased, yet he bowed as the host with grace as the vampire took my hand. I wanted to say no, but couldn't find the word as I looked into his eyes and swept into what would be the last dance. It's the last was they would play tonight. Why don't we dance and hold each other tight as they play the last waltz? Hear the moonlight whisper. Each 
again to my neck, taking in my scent. I jerked away from him, yet he held my hand and waist tightly. My anxiety rose as inside I heard, Get away! Run! Get away! Now! Go! The music had ended, yet we continued to dance. With great strength, I drew my eyes away from his and saw that we were all alone upon the dance floor. All have disappeared, except for Harry, who stood watching by the wall, anger in his eyes. I looked to Harry for assistance. He held out his hand, beckoning me. I tried to move yet my legs would not take me where I intended. We stopped dancing as Vampire took me by the elbow, guiding me off the dance floor and towards the open patio doors to the black of night beyond. An urgent night breeze tossed the curtains in warning, Squeaky, creepy sounds flew in, seemingly adding to the pull of the black night. Nearer and nearer to the doors, he escorted me. I could see numerous red eyes blinking in the darkness outside, watching from the shadows. They moved with excitement. I better get out of here, I said out loud, sheer fear totally taking me over. I looked back to Harry, yet he seemed frozen. Why does he not come to my aid? The night is your little the vampire whispered with another exaggerated and disgusting sniff and flutter of his tongue in pleasure as he continued. What are you beneath your sheets? The vampire drawled with a sickly voice and chuckled. <laughs> Human. Oh, yes. yes. I can hear your blood blood pumping. So so intoxicated. So so strong. So so tantalizing. He gave me another long sniff. Delicious. I tried to pull away from him, yet too quickly we glided closer and closer to the door. I had no no idea this this ball would serve such delicious delights. I did did have my my hopes. 
vampire said. Who has invited you within? Voice! Oh, voice is here! Thank goodness! I could feel immediately hesitancy in the way the vampire held my arm. His grip loosened just a touch. Whom bid you enter? Voice yelled again with a great boom that pulsed through the room with power. The vampire cowered. I felt him let go for a second. Just that little moment that I needed to make my break. Answer me, you fiend. Then voice began to chant. I took off as fast as I could across the dance floor, running towards Harry, who seemed to break free of some enchantment himself. As he moved forward to meet me, I ran straight into his arms before I turned to see if I had been followed. The vampire stood in the door entrance. Black shadows encircled him protectively, owners of the red eyes. You are not welcome within my walls. You shall remain no longer. You have entered uninvited. Your fate you have sealed. The vampire laughed, eyes wide with unwarranted accomplishment. With disrespect, he hissed. said softly, stating the truth. Again, voice began to chant, whispering words of magics, words unknown to most. We watched in silence at this play of power. I could hear some runes within voices chant. They are here to help too. The vampire stood unmoving within the door jam between the inner manor and the outer grounds. Slowly, we noticed the outer doors begin to swing close behind the vampire. The inner and outer doors slowly closed silently. An odd glow came from the horizon. Could it be? Could it be the coming of dawn? Suddenly, one large crack of lightning filled the air. A burst of whirlwinds rushed this way and that. 
The inner door slams shut, catching the vampire off guard, trapping him between the two heavy pane glass doors. The vampire screamed the scream of bloody murder. I had to cover my ears to this most horrendous sound. Within the glass door, some of the panes began to burn red hot. Then we could see the holy cross created within the panes, one upon each door, holding the vampire firmly, unable to move, unable to escape. Howls and screams came from every direction, causing me to feel disorientated and petrified. Will they not stop? Voice continued chanting his magical spell, causing the crosses to grow brighter and hotter. I could hear some of the runes, their power within the task. A gust of burning rotten stench and moldy dampness hit us with force, instantly making my stomach turn. Then the sun burst forth upon the horizon, beckoned by voice. Leave now! Voice yelled to us. Harry covered my eyes, and we quickly left the ballroom. What has happened? I said, shaking with concern. Is the vampire gone? Yes, my dear. He is no more. The manor protects. The sun has done its bidding. Thank you, voice, I whispered with great gratitude. We could no longer hear the horrible howling and screams. The manor has closed and sealed once more. The ball is over. We slowly walked through empty rooms and empty halls. All were gone. All was quiet. I felt in shock. A most unexpected ending of a most unexpected night. We passed an open window, glancing outside to see Linda Leah in the morning sky, wings spread wide upon her white dragon, pushing with the wind, the dark shadows, curling gray mists, and other things of the night, sending them over the manor walls, out back to where they belong. Frau Carmen Rose stood on a large tree trunk, wand dancing to her unseen music of earthly care. Yet, what a time was had at this first celebration within the manor for the beginning of a new age. Great fun and joy had sounded through every hall, every nook and cranny, every empty room. It will again. Still, things that had been sleeping now stirred. Things that were better left in the forgotten corners and hidden places 
now yawned and awakened things that had once walked these floors, but may not be wanted to walk these floors again. As I lay waiting for sleep with Feathers and Simon in front of the fire in Harry's sitting room, a great epiphany made me sit straight up. Why, voice is the manner. Sleep well, my dears. Voice whispered to us. I watch. As I fell asleep, I wondered who had summoned the vampire and his minions. Blessings and hugs, dear listeners. Mm-hmm.